What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Alexis Finley, the R&B boss. Be sure to go check out my new album, Beautiful Ones, on all streaming platforms. And I'm one-on-one with Jern. Oh, man. I'm back. One-on-one with Jern here on the FOMO Media Network, episode 114. Uh, I got Westside alumni in the building. Uh, self-proclaimed R&B boss in the building. I hate that she flicks her wrist because you know it's Wes. <laughs> but I'm going to let her slide. The talented, the incredible Alexis Finley in the building. How are you, ma'am? I'm doing good. Good to be here and reunite. Most What's definitely, up? man. Yeah, Westside, yeah, like I said, Westside alumni. I think you were, what, what class were you? Oh, I was 10. You were 10? Yeah, so mm-hmm. you was like a freshman when I was going out the door. Yeah, man, damn, now I feel old. It's okay. You just told my age, so it's okay. No, nah, I didn't well, tell your age. I told mine. I could have graduated early, right? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. See, see you could have graduated early, and you would have been good. But other than that, we're listening to Ransom, and I'm like, dog, I tell people all the time, Westside has a lot of talented people come, yeah. that have came out of those doors and that people didn't wouldn't realize and, and, and understand. How did you get into music? Um, I mean, I've been singing forever. Yeah. Like... You was at church? Church choir, <laughs> vacation Bible school, <laughs> school choir. I was even in a choir at Westside as well. For real? Uh-huh. What was y'all singing? I, I didn't know we had a choir like that, to be completely honest. <laughs> I knew we had the band room and everything back there, but I didn't know they had, like, it a was choir, like, choir It was, like, right next to it. Mm. Yeah. No, we had women's choir, a mixed choir. Oh, see, a cappella I choir. I wasn't cultured back then. Oh well, yeah, nobody really pays attention. I know? was only in the uh, the culinary program back then. Yeah, out back. Facts, facts. Man, them um, them fries, <laughs> them fries. But um, a one. <laughs> yeah, no, for real, with the little ranch dressing. Hey, listen, <laughs> hey, I'm trying to tell folks that didn't go to Westside. Hey, you missing out on a blessing that. <sighs> Yeah, and I ate it so much, I really Too wouldn't much. even have to eat it again. Too much. Yeah, I don't need to eat it again. Because yeah, we like, had it like every, every other day or every day. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I know my mama got tired of that. But as far as me getting into music, music. Um, so when I went to Stephen F. Austin, um, I studied um, sound recording technology. Okay. So kind of, you know, like the production side of music. Right. Um, so there I started kind of making my own stuff. Um, so you make your own beats. No, 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 I didn't say that. Oh, okay. I was about to say, <laughs> oh, you far. multi-talented. No, uh, no, I'm an okay beat maker. <laughs> I, I'm just more so of an artist now. I'll dabble back into that Thanks. when I got time to do that. But now, you know, you got to keep your youth and maximize. All your potential. Yeah, I understand. exactly. But no, so we had projects, mm-hmm. so different projects. We would like collab, you know, I sing on this person's stuff, my stuff, just, just a lot of that uh, collaboration going on. So... That's when I started making like my own music. Mm. Um, as far as before that, in in not in college, in high school, I was actually in a girl group um, called Class. What? Yeah, um, we lasted for about three months. <laughs> so it wasn't that long. No, okay. we didn't even have no performances. But How we many had was y'all? Recording. It was uh, four of us. Okay. Uh huh. It was four of us. Y'all was like a little Destiny's Child after Mm, after Destiny's Child. Yeah, when they first started. Yeah, at least trying to be, but you know, everything (laughs) happens for a reason. Definitely happened for a reason. Um, but I I started um recording music for actual projects. Probably sorry, projects. What year was that? 
2015. Mm-hmm. And then I released my first project in 2019. So you always had the voice. Yeah, I, it was just I was going through life, you know, I was trying to get myself together so I could invest in my career. Correct. And so whenever I got to a better space, you know, I just utilized my contacts. Hmm. So I was like, hey, what do I do with this? Right. How do I go about and do these steps? And so I took artist development and had a lot of people help me along the way. So you really see, I was going to ask that with you being an independent artist down the line. Um, but go Lumberjacks, number one. Um, so when did you know that, all right, I could put this to the public and they going to re- respond to this? Like, it's, li- it's lit. <laughs> when did you know it was like, yeah, what song or anything in particular made you know that you were ready? Uh, so my first um, EP was titled Recovery. I had a song on there named, um, called Risk. Mm-hmm. And um, really, really fun record. Had fun with the video. It was just like a different sound. And people actually just like really liked it. They almost liked it better than the song Recovery. So. Right. Um, but now the music I'm making, this is my third project, my first album. I mean, honestly, from the first time we got in the studio, I was in the studio with um, Labbox. He actually um, produced, recorded, mixed and mastered co-wrote on the entire album See? yeah so the music we've made on this album has just been top tier mm. and a, a, a major transition for me in my career um i was able to like really hone in on the sound so yeah a lot of people don't do that is they'll have one sound one time and then just divert to another sound what makes you just really just want to just say all right i'm about to just continue to chip away until i master this and perfect this the way it needs to be um i just really feel like people should always know it's you whenever um you're coming out and trying to be known and trying to be memorable because if you're all over the place you know nobody's gonna know who you are they can't latch on Mm -hmm. you know um, but I'm still able to create music to where I have a lot of versatility, um, but I still have my own unique sound. I don't know what that is, right. but I hear it when I hear the music. Right. You know what I mean? Let me ask you this. As an independent artist here in the city, how how do you feel that you guys get, um, you know, respected and treated? Because we don't have a lot of hubs here, and I've always been impressed. It's like since day one, since I started this podcast, that... We don't have no hubs here besides rap a lot and whatever the case might be. Mm-hmm. But how do you guys feel? Because there's so many different talented artists here in this city mm-hmm. and that people don't even know about. And I try to put people on, but how do you guys feel as like artists that you guys don't get your voices heard as much? Um, you know, sometimes it can be a bit frustrating, but it's really all about who you know mm. and how you work your relationships so i really more so focus on what i need to do to get out of that box versus why i'm in the box right you know what i mean right like, what can i do to be known on the national level like who do i need to align myself with i see you on your instagram page you you respect the djs heavily oh yeah yeah i know that's like number one yeah and a lot of people don't do that and i, I soon i was like oh yeah 
she doing it the right way. Yeah, I've been at DJ conferences. Yeah, like, all of that. Building those relationships and just those are the people that's gonna play your music. Those are the people that's gonna really promote you and be people like, who is this? They're the heart of the industry. And people really don't respect them as much. And I and I like how you just like had a post specifically for them. And I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. She's doing it the right way. And that artist, now that you said that you went to through artist development, it shows. Yeah. And I don't think a lot of artists are getting that development. They just want that quick gratification instead of taking the time, building the bricks, layering the house. It's like, why why even do this if you're not like putting your whole focus and mind into this? Yeah. I was looking for the first album. I couldn't even find recovery. I was looking <laughs> for it. I found number two. I did all I did all my research, sound yeah. and everything. Why you got that hit and I was looking for it. Okay, so <laughs> when we were when I was preparing to perform for the Chris Brown concert that Ooh. didn't happen back oh. in March. This past March? Yeah, this uh-huh. past March. Okay. Um because I was gonna be in front of a completely different audience. Um, we wanted my sound to be consistent, right? And have them go stream my album I had dropped that very week. Smart. So, um, recovery. I still have um visuals on uh, YouTube of recovery right. projects and some of um Sensitive Savage. Um, I I may bring them back. I may bring them back, you know, because it's 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 also a good thing to show the growth. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you do go down YouTube, I, I, that's why I kept some of those old things on there, just because. Okay, that was good. That looked good. Okay, I see. The, I hear the shift. Mm-hmm. You know, I see where I, my progression has gone mm-hmm. from then. And then now. people people like to hear that. Your fans like to hear that too. Mm-hmm. They definitely. I like to go back and I listen to everything. I like to hear the vocal progression, the vocal mm-hmm. growth. I'm like, all right. It's gotten stronger here. Where did you know that? All right, my vocals have gotten real strong. What what song in particular or anything that's like? Oh yeah, I can tell the mm. the maturation is coming. So the song actually just went off. It was a beautiful one. Mm. Um, he had me singing like in the ceiling and under the ground mm-hmm. <laughs> and a lot of things so um he pushed me a lot he's also a vocal producer um so with the beautiful ones record it's a lot of um backgrounds that are super super high right. that it, you can't really tell um but yeah <laughs> i had to work is you uh-huh except for know. it's like a man voice in there too but right. that's him but yeah yeah all the the female backgrounds are me but yeah, that that really pushed me. I was like, okay, okay. See, I can see. You know, what's what do you do to get in your zone to to write or to record? Um, so I always have some throat coat tea. Of course, got um, maybe add some ginger, honey, lemon, you know, stuff like that with it. Got out your candles? Uh, not necessarily. Mm. There normally is a candle in the studio, but not necessarily. Um, I'm more of a like vibe person, like based on how like the music makes me feel. I don't really go in um, with what I want to do already in right. mind. At, at least when I was creating this album, I didn't. Um, but of course, if you have a beat from somebody and want to just lay it down, the you know the simple way, then, exactly. Yeah, you could do that. But normally, I mean, I don't really have a prepping process. I just really just make sure my throat is good right. and. Uh, I warm up and do vocal exercises in the car. So, so yeah. And I, uh, I don't like a lot of random people in my sessions. 
do you work better at I know it's it's probably the studio but do you work better at home writing or do you work better in the studio excuse me studio writing studio writing studio writing because mm-hmm. you're right there with the beat mm-hmm. yeah. the beat you can like become one with the beat right at home, the sound system not the same. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. the environment is not the same. For sure. It's just like some people can't work from home because of the environment. I can, but I'm just saying like some, some people, people can't. get they get distracted easily. Yeah. I understand. I understand. How do you know? I always wondered this. How do y'all know as artists what single or what song is considered to be the single that you know that's gonna be the the one that starts everything off the right way? Um. Honestly. How the record feels, like, if you can hear on the radio. Um, but with me, I was working with people who are, who have a lot of experience in the industry and have written records for big people and, you know, know what that sound is. So I was just kind of around the right people. Right. <laughs> around the right people, yeah. And we kind of just all agreed on that one. I always wondered that because it's like, you know, I guess you know when you know when you hear it, I guess. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, hey, that's the one. Yeah, it's indescribable. Like, um, this song that's playing right now, Do You Right. Um, this song, this record was really, really fun. Um, but I had considered leaving it off of the album. Right. Because I was trying to make an EP. And I liked all the music. Right. I was like, dang, <laughs> it's considered an album now. I got to leave something off. Yeah, mm-hmm. so this was one of the ones, but I know people who listen to this every day. It's hard. So I didn't think it was like the single, the single single, but I mean, it's really about really what listeners are going through at the time. Exactly. So what I don't think could be like it could be it. <laughs> now... I don't mean to get into women's business. <laughs> now, do you write about heartbreak? Are you to write about real things? Like, how does your writing process go into your songs when you make them? Because you could hear that, you know, it's about a dude. You could hear, you know, other stuff. But what is your, your writing process when you go into these songs? Um, So it's always, well, 99% of the time it's about um, personal experience. Um, I wrote a lot about heartbreak on my first um, my first project. Um, my second one was kind of like you know tapping it tapping into my savage side, you know, mm-hmm. but still but still realizing that I could still be vulnerable, but and still have power at the same time. Mm-hmm. And then my third <laughs> uh, project, this album, I wanted to cover every topic possible that I felt like a woman could feel. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to push myself and just give an album that each song gave you a different feeling. It was about a different topic. So um, that, I mean, that was my mind frame. Like when I when we did Ransom, right. I was like, we still need a song that we can kind of talk to a little bit. You <laughs> know what I mean? Ladies can throw something. To yeah, us, and but. so that was written and made with that intention. Mm. Mm. How hard is it to write those type of songs? <laughs> Are those the easier songs? Um. So I fell asleep making that when we were making that song. Um, I had worked all day, so you know I was at the studio late. It was a weeknight. Yeah, yeah. So um, I wrote like four lines, and then I woke up and I had a full verse. Um, no, I think did I have two verses? The song was damn near done. Yeah, because the team kept writing. 
So that's the that's the song I have probably like the least lyrical input in. Do you work with a team on every song, or, or you work independently a lot, or is it a collaborative effort? Yeah, it's just it depends on the project I'm doing. So beautiful ones, I work, I worked with a hundred grand collective. Okay. So that's um, Labox, Joel Love, um, he's one of the writers, um, Ace Kid, who else? Oh, most likely. Um, so yeah, a couple of producers and a team of writers and w- one-offs. He would bring someone to the studio if they wanted to get into writing, right? To help them out. So just to get their their feet wet a little bit. Yeah, right. yeah. Like I had a young lady by the name of Anita. She actually is a singer as well. Um, she's like fresh out of college, so he brought her to a session, and you See, know she, she was able to get into. some. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was able to get some songwriter credit. For keep it going, See, you know. That's how it's. You could just you could write a line and you can get. get and I didn't. Credit. I didn't mind that. I don't mind collaborations. I used to be super protective over like who would write with me right. or if I had people write with me in general. But then I realized I'm like, well, I'm trying to grow and get to the next level, and you know, multiple minds are better than one. Than one, facts. So we can make a bigger mind, bigger thoughts. Yeah. Compared to just my little thought. Yeah. That and might that, not go nowhere. Exactly, mm-hmm. and that leads to bigger impact. So Bingo. I understand that. Yeah. Who is your target? audience with your music <laughs> so um women of course ages it's giving 25 to uh, probably like 35 31 35 oh 35 mm. i mean i i mean i feel like some songs like where you at like teenagers like that Fast. so as as far as just like life experience and who's really just going to be jamming, it's probably that range. Your music is very up tempo. Um, is that by, built by design, mm-hmm. or you you go and you just hear it being like it's still hard, but it's up tempo? Are you ever like just like the the ballady type of music type of vibe? Um. Well, this is kind of a ballad. Yes. Um. Beautiful ones is so. I was gonna say nobody is my favorite. Oh really? What, that and what did I have written down? I got nobody and seconds. Uh, a close second is I don't need. Mm, close I, second. I almost forgot to say I don't need. Right. But yeah, so those are kind of ballady kind of songs. Facts. Um, but the up tempo that was kind of strategic because like I want, I wanted feel good music. You know, music you can dance with some something that was easily mixed too and in the club you could kind of throw it in there Mm -hmm. somewhere um so i I wanted radio records radio records what performs when you are performing what performs the best to you that you get a bigger crowd reaction to Mm. (laughs) probably it's it might be Right now, probably where you at. Okay. Um, Catchy. But all me was it was it was getting them going for a while. Yeah, I seen that your your streams on that on all me was like hitting that sixty nine thousand at a, at that time when mm. you had posted the picture. So that one really goes. Like, how did you? How did that song just just shoot? Um, I so for that song, actually, I think it's over hundred k. On Spotify, yeah. 
Um, and then the video had it too. But that song, um, I mean, it was the, was it the first song we recorded together? It was. It ended up being our first single. Mm. So it was r- really my life, you know, um, being in my bag. I was in a good place, investing in my career. I didn't have any sponsors Thanks. at the time. Thanks. Not saying I didn't. I, I, I would never be in a position to where I would want one. But it was just really me, you know, putting in a song saying, hey, I manifested these things and now they're coming to fruition right. that I have now. So it was just kind of like bossy being in my bag. So whenever we were marketing that, um, that's what we were doing. Like the R&B boss is kind of where that came from. Yeah. So um, we made it make sense visually. Uh, I ran a campaign on it. So, of course, you know, the PR marketing side push was heavy. Right. Um, and then I also went around to, you know, DJ conferences, performed it a lot, you know, had different sl- um, slogans and taglines. So I don't really know the background or the back end of um, the campaign push like that. Right. But that's just kind of all that went yeah. on in, in that time. And then the video helped too. Thanks. <laughs> and that's always the key is the, the visual with the song as well. Because some mm-hmm. people just don't want to hear the song. They want to see what the, what the words of the song on on video. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you. As an independent artist, I, 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 I'm just going to say artist because you're not independent. You're artist. As an artist, what are, what are some things that artists don't do to really get themselves out there that you that you see a lot and you be like bro your music is dope but you you're not doing x y and z support other artists <sighs> houston don't do that I, I i know a few people who do but yeah, some do. a lot don't yeah so that's major key why do you feel that we we can't support our own what what um, race do you think that people are in because we're not there yet we ain't cracked the the code. We haven't. Honestly, I mean, some people are selfish. Hmm. Um, some people um, feel like they need to be in the spotlight for it to make sense for them to be in the building. Hmm. But that's not always the case. It's not always the case. It's never the case. And I and I feel like it's like, bro, I I see the I hear the music. I see the talent. It's just like, bro, what, why you just just support? Just put yourself out there even more. Yeah, because when you do that, the same, the other people, not even the artists, the other people that make stuff move, mm-hmm. keep seeing, seeing you. So, I mean, it works out. You build a good relationship. You could, you know, leverage a, a feature out of it, you know, down the line. You never know. Mm-hmm. Um, but another thing is actually putting money into PR and marketing. Mm. That's the, the best decision I made for my career. I think that, I wouldn't be where I was supposed to be, and I think a lot of people are scared that that people are gonna not come through with the, what they say they're gonna do. I guess, mm-hmm. but I obviously have seen on your page and your feed that PR marketing is the way to go. Is get your face out there, mm-hmm. get you known, get you seen. Yeah. Um, so I started off. It was like 2019. Uh, I don't know if you know BC of Seven Five Marketing. It's been like around for over like twenty years. Okay. Like when people go to Dallas and do the move around, like he normally facilitates that. Okay. And I believe he works with three hundred as well. So we were we're actually going to church together when I lived in Dallas. I lived in Dallas for like six years. Oh. 
Um, I only been back here like two years. Okay. But I called him because he was somebody that I knew 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 the steps of how to yeah how to get out there how to move when it comes to this industry. So I went to him and I said, okay. So this yellow beezy feature is I said like ten thousand dollars, maybe five thousand or something like that. No, it might have been ten. I said so. Should I? And this was like nineteen. So I was like, um, should I spend money on that or, or like, what should I do? Like, I need my stuff to start popping. Like, what right. should I do? And he was just like, you should put in PR and marketing. And so he was like kind of on a higher level when it came to PR and marketing. And I was just starting off as far as like just gaining traction, fan base, a name for myself. So he said, I'm going to put you with um, this girl, Amber, to help start you out. Mm. You know, get you around to different interviews. So I did a lot of interviews. This was right before COVID, the year before COVID. Right. And that was the end of the year. So I was doing... You was on a run. You was moving. Yeah. And so when the when 2020 started and we were, you know, shut down, I had so many virtual interviews after getting off my computer at work. <laughs> yeah. 40 minutes to do my hair and makeup yes. and sit in front of that um, computer and or my phone and just do an interview. Um, I did a couch concert, thing. too. Like... Hard. Yeah, I actually you just put it in the work. I I was just about to say yeah. that I actually put in the work. Um, and people actually see you being in a certain space, and they're like, "Oh, like where she came from." Mm-hmm. Everybody has a story. Facts. Everybody does. Got to start somewhere. Yeah. It's about if you start. Yeah. So my whole thing is, you know, you're supposed to go to people who are experts in what you need, right? right. And even if they can't help you at that time, they know someone who can normally. Mm-hmm. Um, so fast forward, by the time we working on the third project, he actually stepped in on my marketing and my campaigns. Along with, who's my manager now? Amber, which is your media bay. So That's how it all works. Yeah. And it all comes together. Mm-hmm. And that makes the team the best team. And it's always that's all it takes is to have the right team around you. Exactly. And I think a lot of people... Are scared to have the put a team together. It's like you got to just have the right people around you. You got to fill the people's people out. Yeah, it's like, come on, you can't do it by yourself. I figured that out. You can't do it by yourself. <laughs> you got to have people, you know, that even if you're going to do it by yourself, have people that'll support you. Have, yeah, you know, be there for you. Tell you which way to go. Which, and a lot of people, a lot of artists, they don't have that in their corner. Yeah, and it sucks for them. And I'm it's like, man, I want to do so much. It's like that's why I I be telling you I want to start a management company just to help these these artists out. It's like I don't know how to get my feet wet into it. So that's just my I guess my downfall. Find somebody who's an expert at what you want to do. Yep, and that's now that you get or talk to artists. (laughs) And it's one guy he he asked me because I throw shows and he asked me to be his manager. It's like it's like I want to because he has the potential. It's Mm -hmm. like I don't know how to start but i i have a feeling i kind of know mm-hmm. it's like i'm probably gonna have to self-teach myself yeah about how to do it you know so i mean i, I might get my feet wet this year yeah the, don't be scared the don't get your feet wet dive in yeah facts <laughs> and first, facts. that's I, and i and i'm like i'm like 75 percent like want to do it and i'm he's going to be here next week for our show okay and um i think I'm, i might do it I might become a manager. I might be on the scene. Me, me and Alexis rolling around. I might see Alexis <laughs> at some shows, at some open mics. Do you go to a lot of open mics or or do you do a lot of uh, shows weekly? Weekly, no. Um, 
I do a lot of, uh, I guess I would say I do a lot of big shows, um, more so event-based, but as far as, like, open mics, not many. Most places I'm in, invited, it's always, like, something going on. Um, so, like, even yesterday, I went to pull up and cook up with yams, and um, it was a beat battle, mm. and there were some performers there, so, like, I'm performing for that, like, in in April. So I have stuff like booked out, but I'm I don't have any place that I'm at just like regularly weekly. Now, as a as a show of uh, I'm calling myself a festival owner. Do you charge for your shows? Yes, I do. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to tell my partner, my business partner. Yeah, um I do charge for my shows. Especially um, if you get your your name and your face out there yeah. as much as you do, mm-hmm. especially with the music you have, like I I can see you can charge. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and then some things, um, it's about exposure mm-hmm. and what I can get out of it. So there are some shows that I'm not paid for, but it just depends on if it makes sense. Mm-hmm. It depends on the relationship as well. But, you know, if I stop working to, you know, put 100% into my career, like, it's not free. Right. Everybody you know, especially if I've invested in myself and made sure that every time I step on stage, you're going to get a show. Yes, right. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I, the dan- dancer is the whole nine. So, it's just not no, it's not no regular it's stuff. It's me. Yeah. No, like, I actually put time into it and, and make sure it's a good show. Um, but I know a lot of a lot of times you got to pay for a show. You got to do it for free. Um or you get paid for it. Yeah. <laughs> it really just depends on if it makes sense. Do you, so have I you ever pay done for a, pay, a pay for show? To pay to get on the show? Have you ever done the one Chris of those? The Chris Brown show. Oh, Toyota know. Center? Yeah. I had to pay for that. I had to pay for that. I understand. Um, it's about if you're going to do it to get your name out there. Yeah. It was a good opportunity. Yeah. And, and at that time, it it was cool for me financially, so I did it. Um, But, of course, you have to be selected for it, too. So... I just had that relationship. Yeah. And, you know. You had the right vibe. Exactly. And then, um, let's see. Okay, so in December, I actually opened up for Tweet and Roe James. Shout out Tweet. Yeah, and for example, that's a show that I actually didn't pay for that, but I didn't get paid. So it was, but it made sense. It, it was you know the, what I mean? It was, so, the, it was the middle ground. Exactly. Not having to pay, not getting paid, but getting the exposure. Yeah, and that's payment mm. in a way. In a way, because that's gonna that lead to music. other things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like building your resume. There it is. You never know who's in the building. Yeah. You never know what eyes and ears are in the building. Exactly. I be trying to tell folks that all the time. We throw R and B. I think we're gonna we start we stopped uh, last year, but this year we're gonna go back to throwing our R and B show. We might have to have you. You should for sure. You should. And I've honestly, <laughs> when I was pushing all me no sponsors. I was at all of these rap events. Yeah. Because I had a lot of connections with rap, like rap DJs. And the only one there singing. <laughs> so I don't care. Do. I mean, I, I would love an R&B there. event. But, oh, yeah. you know, I just, I, I don't mind standing out. Yeah. Being we, the only person that Oh, no. Something. We have, at, at our, our collection show next week, we have some R&B. We've had R&B singers on. Mm-hmm. But we like to do a, a special show just for the R&B singers, just so they can get out there. Yeah. You know, about maybe four or five, six at the max artists. Yeah. A nice little intimate crowd. Yeah, oh. that's, um. this is that time of year, too. Facts. Valentine. Because mm-hmm. we were going to try to do a Valentine's uh, R&B show, but uh-huh. we, we failed on that mission. So, yeah, it's it's around that time. The love is in the air. The love is in the air. Yeah. Now, let me ask you. We're going to go, uh, you know, 
We gonna Why st- my arms leak? <laughs> we gonna, we gonna <laughs> stop being so PC. Have you ever heard a nigga from Ransom? Jesus. Oh. Sorry, my hand. No, nah, I understand. <laughs> you was holding that. You was holding that headphone for a second. Facts. Um, have I ever held a nigga for ransom? No, no, not. I gotta at all. ask. I got you know. I gotta see the music if it translates to real life. In the video, I didn't. Know, <laughs> I know. I saw. But he didn't want to leave. That's the. That was the he did he's not want to go. He's a sick nigga. <laughs> he's a sicko for that. No, nah, nah, I want to stay. I want. I like this. I wasn't treating him bad. Yeah, yeah. See, so. yeah, he he wanted to stay. <laughs> Who do you go to for advice uh, other than your team? Uh, about music and and things of that nature. Um, a couple of my DJ friends, um, old producers that I've worked with, the opinions I trust. Um, really anybody close to me with a musical ear. Mm. Um, and then sometimes I'll ask somebody without one, you know, because they matter too. Exactly, <laughs> they matter too. They still listen. Mm-hmm. They might not know the ins and outs, but they still listen. Exactly, mm-hmm. and you know that's going to be a majority of my fans are people who don't have a ear for music like that. Mm. Who's some of your musical influences? Uh, definitely, uh, shout out to my girl Beyonce. You know mm. what I'm saying? I heard she had a uh, concert this past. I week. know in Dubai. Yeah. I would love to see it. Her vocals were sick, 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 sick. Um, Let's be honest. I actually really like uh, Jill Scott growing up, mm. Lauren Hill, Erica, the soul singers. Mm-hmm. Now, I really like um, Ari Lennox, um, SZA. Queen Naja, not too bad. Queen Naja, yeah, she got some cuts. Yeah, she has a really, really great voice. She does. Um. Does she necessarily have like a lot of hits? No, but listening to yeah, yeah. but she like, has good like music. Mu- I about to say if you like music, yeah, she has great music. Yeah, she has great music. Mm-hmm. They just haven't um, pushed a lot of her singles, but her singles that were like they were they hit top the, tier. Yeah, they hit. But when the they talent hit. is is undeniable. Unmatched. Facts. She yeah. has definitely has a go a great vocal range. Yeah, high and low. I'd like to see her. Um, I don't know. Just elevate. Keep elevating. Mm. You know, like, you know, certain people are just not as popular as others. So I would right. love to see her in a more popular light because I feel like she's one of the artists that have that talent. Exactly. To do facts. Yeah. Could be that next one. Who, if you could design your uh, tour, who would you go on tour with? Mm. <laughs> so, who would I go on tour with? <laughs> if there are a female rapper involved, I would say Trina. I like mm. her energy. Yeah, I like her energy. Uh, other musical artists, let's see. I would go with um, SZA. Okay. Yeah, she be dancing and moving. So. <laughs> um, I wouldn't mind Doja Cat, even though that's like really not that aligned. Mm. With how my music sounds, but she's a really good performer. A Doja Cat tour with Alexis Finley. Rihanna. Hmm. Yeah, I can see you and Rihanna. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't say Doja Cat. Yeah, I was just thinking about people like performance-wise. She, she, I used to be a Doja Cat fan. After she did the the Moo Moo Cow, I was like, come on, bro. You was yeah. cold. 
Jamaican Doja Cat? <laughs> Jamaican Doja Cat was tough. Nah, for real. For real, for real. <laughs> See, a lot of people don't, they be sleep. Yeah, she was definitely a little different before she popped. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but hey. You got to do what you got to do to pop. Exactly. Do what you Would you do, do anything honey. like that? <laughs> all organic, all you? Mm. Keep it keep it simple. Yeah. <laughs> if I if I exploit something, it's gonna be something that's me. Facts. I understand. Now I see that you I don't know if you taught yourself how to play the piano or but you're playing the piano and doing your vocal exercises as well, getting ready for the shows. <laughs> Are you gonna do that live on stage, just play the piano and sing at the same time? No, sir. I'm not that good. <laughs> like no, don't get it twisted. Like I can I can press a few keys now. <laughs> But not finna be Alicia Keys in on there. I'm have to be in piano lessons every day. Every Did you teach day. yourself? Uh-uh. Oh, okay. So SFA, um, because of my major, I had to take piano oh, for two semesters. Interesting. So I know how to read and, you know, play what I'm reading. But as a do it all the time, uh-uh. you can't do it. I understand. No. I thought you had just taught yourself how to play. I don't know. I was trying to teach myself how to play my song, though. Yeah, I saw that. I was trying to find the notes. Because I, I did like, produce it, so. That's why I was like, hmm, is she trying to do this for shows? Or is she just doing this for to exercise and get her vocals right? Practice. Practice. A little practice. I understand. Practice and practice content. Practice makes perfect. Practice and content. Hey, content is key. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you about content. Now, how, as an artist, how, how often do you feel like, all right, I need to post something? Or this needs to go out, or I need to make a reel, or whatever the case may be. Because I see you had a, a nice little little reel uh, with uh, I don't know if that's your producer. Uh, I forgot Buddy's name. You were in the kitchen cooking, so you were doing. That's one of my producers. Okay. Yeah. And how how important is content as an artist? Uh, it's very important. Very important. Uh, that specifically was more like for his brand, right? Because he's like doing the producer series, so okay. he'll. He'll basically he's doing it as like a um like the struggling producer and his girlfriend. And you know, he has different girl if you go to his page he has different girlfriends, you know. Ah. So but it's just you know, yeah. I don't I forgot the question that you asked me. I'm sorry. How, no, no, you're fine. <laughs> Oh, how often do how, I think about yeah, posting most content? Definitely. Yes, ma'am. Okay, so we're really supposed to post like two to three times a day. Um Sometimes I miss that because, you know, life be lifing. Of course. But <laughs> you can't ever stop life. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I try to at least do something like every day of the week or, or on good posting days. But, you know, I mess up sometimes. Sometimes we always mess up. But it up. helps with the algorithm. I don't know why I just struggle on that word like that. <laughs> A lot of people do. I, I, algorithm. So, <laughs> I've heard somebody say algorithm. Oh, wow. Like, what? That sounds like a religion. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, bro, how did you get algorithm out of algorithm, brother? Wow, where did you at? I, that's what I said. So I said, how? 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 So content is important as an artist. Mm-hmm. You get shown um, more. What do you feel like your content is, is driven a lot more? IG, TikTok. Um, definitely IG. Are you on Tiki? Are you on the Tiki? I am on TikTok. Oh, man. I'm trying to build it. So, um, follow me at I am Alexis Finley. (laughs) Go follow. (laughs) On TikTok because I'm really, really, really trying to build my TikTok. (laughs) But IG is, is where it's at as far as like most of my fans and like traction on the page. Right. You have a whiteboard up in the house. All right. I need to post this, this day, this day, this day. No. Um, I... I got a posting calendar. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, but that's more so virtual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I always got to keep it on the phone. How do you, what do you feel is more important? Morning post, afternoon post, post or evening post? Morning between like 9 and 12. Mm. Um, and then sometimes at 9. PM? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Why 9 PM? That's interesting. That's a fr- I've never heard. People just um, are more active on it. Uh, certain days of the week, I used to get those insights, but they changed it on the back end. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, 9 p.m. is after dinner when you settle down on your phone. Probably like the morning. last time you gonna look at your phone, right? Mm-hmm. The last little block. Mm-hmm. Okay, 9 p.m. I'm at the right that down. You put me on to some game. That's what I've never. I've always heard like you said, nine to twelve, and then maybe four to five. Six at the max. I've heard that too, but yeah. just it depends on the day of the week. I had them down, but you know they always change the algorithms, right? So never, it could be something different now. Same, yeah. <laughs> What's your biggest fan base outside of Houston? Dallas. Dallas. Okay. Mm-hmm. What What about your biggest fan base outside of Texas? I should have asked that first. Mm, has to be. I would say. Ohio. Wow. Between Ohio and oh, um, I am on the radio in Colorado a lot. What part? Um, Denver. Denver, yes. Hmm. And then I have some fans too in um in Florida. Denver, I love Denver. How'd you get Denver? Just from your DJ conferences and your your relationship. Did them DJ calls. Yeah. And stuff like that. Um, my campaign manager. Right. Has our relationships and and some DJs that most DJs. That we sent the music to that were on the campaign still played it after the campaign just because right. they they fooled with just the music. Just relationship. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They liked the sure. music. So, um, actually, I, I'm i going to go out there and do a little move around. To Denver? Yeah. And oh. the DJ that's playing the music, he said he'd help me. So. Oh, man. Yeah. Let me get it set up. You going like, I'm going to come out there. It just got to make sense, are you, you know? Coming at, are you going when, while the snow is still on the ground soon? Mm, uh-uh. <laughs> Damn, you don't mess with the snow? Not on that level. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm open to it, but I'm not in a rush. <laughs> I'm getting something. I'm getting my affairs in order right now. I, I feel that. Mm-hmm. What's your um? Where else do they play your music outside of Ohio, Denver, and Florida? That you overseas wise, I should say. Mm, over well, Saint Lucia. Hmm. There, I went to St. Lucia and I got the, the DJ to play my song. I have an Afrobeat song, Trouble. And so, um, he actually just so happened to be a radio station DJ hmm. for the radio station out there. And so, he played. Relationships. Yeah. And again. All I did was ask. So That's it. All <laughs> you can do is that. All they can say exactly. is yes or no. Exactly. And uh, he's playing it out there. Um, But my, if I look at my tracking. Mm-hmm. It's all over the U.S. Um, I did see on Spotify, Russia was really popular. Salute Russia. Yeah, I had a lot of streams in Russia. I was very popular in Russia at the time. Okay. Yeah, facts. They be listening over there. Yeah, I was like, that's random, but I (laughs) I ain't mad at it. I'll go, if they paying, I'll go do the tour. They they got cash, too. I'm not opposed. I'm not taking no weed over there, but... Oh no! <laughs> it ain't worth it. it ain't, let me get my check and dip. I'm it good. Ain't worth it. it ain't worth it. Who um, would you like to work with 
Houston artist-wise on your upcoming project or anything in particular? Houston artist. So I would love to do something with Megan Thee Stallion. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as more local artists mm-hmm. that you know are not on the national level yet, um, definitely Skyra Bliss. Skyra Bliss. Okay. Um, and oh, Super you know Extra. Her? Oh, she must be. Yeah, terrible. that's. If you know her. She perform her ass off. Okay. They both. Um, they both are with Loud Music and Super Extra. Okay. He's a guy. So we all we actually have like this like Powerpuff thing going on me and me and the two of them but no those like those are my my loveys and they're really talented and we all trying to like get up out of here together thanks so and i do a lot of uh, stuff with loud music too they support me you. a lot so you wonder with my nigga fat pimp yeah yeah, yeah. they're all on the label together yeah. i'm just a philly i'm just a friend Hmm. I do business with them, but like small, I'm just small not signed. World. Yeah, small. And you need to ask Derek about the management stuff because he's over loud music. All right. So that's a good person to reach out to. What's up, Derek? How are you, sir? All yeah. right. I'm at the I'm at the touch bases. Yeah. And see and see what's more. Or actually, Skyra Bliss's manager. She's actually my um, Mayoshi. She is my stylist as well. Hmm. But she's a great manager. Mayoshi. And she'll give you the game. Right. She be working, working. I like a. Hey. The work don't ever stop. <laughs> I love the work. Yeah, yeah, but it would be cool thing. if we could do something together because we all um, give a show when we perform. It's something different, but I feel like it would be nice to mesh it together. Yeah, for sure. Like that show would be sick. I can see it. Yeah, that'd be dope. If, if he say she dope, I know she dope because he put me on some of these young niggas that I don't know about the the, the hippie hoppy dudes. So I know it's dope if he say it's dope. So Skyra <laughs> Bliss, I will be checking your music out. You got a show this Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Rise Rooftop. <laughs> <laughs> she, for, she like, wait, wait, do I? So yeah, I'm not performing Tuesday. No. Um, I'm performing next Tuesday on the okay. 31st. Um, so Teddy Tuesday podcast is every, um, it's a live audience podcast. It's every Tuesday at um, 8 p.m. The doors open. It starts at like 8.30 it's going to be a Rise Rooftop. It used to be in the address every week. Okay. So it's going to be a Rise Rooftop. Where's Rise Rooftop? And it's downtown. It's one of the... Um, it's a new little spot or something? Uh-uh. It's a lot wrong? of people go there for concerts. Oh, yeah. uh, two Chains and somebody was there for last week or so. Um, hmm. That's where I opened up for uh, Tweet and Roll James at. They have a lot of concerts there. I've never been there. It's a nice venue. Nice stage. So that's a good look for Teddy Tuesday. I might have to go and check this out. Yeah. Um, If you'd like, I can send you the link. Yeah, for sure. Tickets are $10 still. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Might have to see if I can pull up. Yeah, pull up. For sure. I'm uh, co-hosting the pre-show. Okay. And so it'll be like, it'll be like a weekly thing for me. So I'm a part of the brand. Salute to you. Yeah. Welcome to media. Yep. You know, people people like to see your personality. Yeah, we need more media. For sure. Any merch or anything coming with any of your new projects or anything? Well, where you at merch is available at IamAlexisFinley.com. The link I, is in her bio on Instagram. Yes, well. it is. Mm-hmm. The link true to everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I got some hats, embroidered hats. I have um, sweatshirts. I have the, um, the regular T-shirts. Got some stuff from my old singles. Oh, yeah. Uh, some yeah. old music. Yeah, go ahead and get online. I got some towels. <laughs> some towels? Yeah, that's say Alexis Finley. More like a, I, I normally give those away. Like big towels? 
Or like little, mm-hmm, little like hand towels. Oh, okay. I thought you said and the Lexus Finley's embroidered on there. I thought you were about to say you had like big bathing towels. Like, oh, um, that's a first. That's different. See, see, I know. He might have gave me an idea, y'all. I'm you, I'm <laughs> I just want five percent. That's it. I don't even want to. Just five on the back end. <laughs> that's the big towel. You know, that's it. Once you want, once I say, I'll be like, I gave her that idea. I'm gonna tell people, everybody, mm-hmm. that that was me. Yeah, she ain't responded to my DMs. <laughs> nah, I wouldn't do you like that. I would not do you like nah, that. Nah, see, I wouldn't be that that spiteful. I, if she don't respond, I'm like, dang, man. Huh? I think it's it gets to a game. point to where they honestly don't even, um, they, don't, they don't even see them. Yeah. Facts. A lot of people run people's social media. Of course. They barely ever see them. Of course they do. They People don't check that. People think just because they're posting something. That they're checking it 24 7, 365. Yeah, no. Nah. And then all them different message boxes they uh-huh. got. Yeah, yeah. Get lost Primary inside. general requests, you know. Mm-hmm. Hidden requests. <laughs> it's too many. It's too much. What do you want people to take away from the new music that you're about to drop also with this project uh, that you have dropped last year? Um, Just to be consistent in who you are. Um, when people hear my music or think about me, I just, I just want them to, um, know that I'm someone that could relate to any situation. Right. I just want people to feel me, Mm. you know, like, like be everybody's homie type thing and not in a fake way, but but I'm just like, yeah, I'm like down to earth. I'm a friend. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Like I understand. And so honestly, I'm just a believer and you can have Anything you want, you really just have to align yourself with it. Right. So, um, and then the music I'm going to release, you know, you just got to stay tuned. I'm excited. We have some features coming. I'm excited to hear it. Yeah, some collabs. But this album, Beautiful One, uh, I can push this album for three years if I wanted to. No cap. The music on here is amazing. Like the music, the tempo. Everything is up tempo, upbeat. It's like I, I wrote here. I was like, you can play every almost every song in like a little club or a lounge. No, three years straight, real. you could. You really could. Yeah. It doesn't sound. It doesn't sound outdated. It sounds with the time, like every year. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. So, you know, I could mess around and do what SZA did. How long did we it. wait for the album? Four or five. Five years. Yeah, four or five. And didn't even know because she was still working. Mm-hmm. You know, she was still pushing, pushing mm-hmm. projects and doing collabs and mm-hmm. stuff. So. Yeah, if you hear something from me next, it's probably going to be a collab. I have some more music in the chamber, though. Yeah, always stuff in the tub. Mm-hmm. Is it just one producer? Or are you working with a team of producers on this on the upcoming music? Um, Different producers. Um, I have some stuff I haven't released from Mr. Lee. Mm-hmm. Um, What's up, Mr. Lee? Yes, Unc. He still need to come do episode with me. I'm going to text him. He was supposed to come do episode 60. I had it all planned. I had it premonition. I was like, bro, 60, rolling 60s, nip, Mr. Lee, blue laces too. I had it like the Oh, prim- did you tell him that? No, I didn't tell him. I don't Why? Know. You should have told him that. <laughs> but it, it, I had it all lined up for episode six. I, it was just a premonition. I was like, bro. He was like, he looked, we, we were at the studio. He read the, I was like, hey, Mr. Lee, we're, we're at the studio. Because I reminded him on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I'm like, we're here at the studio. He just read the message. I was like, dang, he slapped me on the low. Oh. But I, I never, you know, no hard feelings or nothing like that. But Mr. Lee, I still need that interview, sir. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think I saw him on, uh, he was on set of, with uh, Snowfall. Yeah. 
the other day. I was like, okay. Big time. Facts. Yeah. Facts. They be working. Yeah. Um, who else do I have? Oh, Madison. Um, he he works a lot at Vegan Bay. He's actually an artist himself. Mm. But um, I had some music that we produced or he produced for me. Um, and Freddie Fontaine. Freddie well. Fontaine. I like that name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> names like that you make you want to listen like yeah, he's, very yeah. <laughs> he's very hyper yeah he's very hyper with a name like that it sounds like he yeah might be. he comes up with fire too yeah pretty pretty dope pretty dope all right i'm, I'm excited just from hearing beautiful ones it's like all right yeah she got some talent for yeah sure. even even the singles were fire but it's like once you get into like a project project it's like can she do it for multiple songs mm-hmm. 10 songs 34 minutes get in and get out yeah, honestly, you know, I just really enjoyed the process. Yeah. It was a really, really great album. I was very pleased. How long did you take to record that? I worked on I worked on it for like 11 months. About a year. Good. Yeah, it took 11 months. Yeah. You got to live and learn and build. Mm-hmm. Mm. And then also, you know, working with a popular producer. He's not available all the time. Facts. Um, and then me working. So yeah, took about maybe ten, but the 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 ending preparation of like you know getting the album together mm-hmm. and the release and all that stuff. That's that takes extra time. Yeah, too. for sure. It don't just happen over and over. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Yeah. So you're taking your time with this next one. Yeah, I'm really just focused on pushing right now and being in the right places, mm-hmm. in the right rooms. Yeah, push this out. So this we can get tough. we can get this on the national level. For sure, this album tough. You got the look, so thank you. I, can, I see it for sure. I see it. I I, I already know you're gonna be out here by next year. So just remember, little old me. Not little old you. <laughs> <laughs> always though. That's always. it. That's it. Before we get out here, I just want to thank Miss Alexis for pulling up for episode one fourteen one on one with Germ. Before we get out here, you want to give all your information where they can reach out to you, reach, listen to your music, Mike Bookie for a show. Okay, which camera? Boom. Oh, I don't know why I thought that was on too. I know they got these on the table. They wow, I was on. looking at that randomly. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> and the light is on red too. That's I crazy. know. That's, wow. I just wow. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> but anyway, don't be. Yes. So you can follow me on all social media platforms at I am Alexis Finley on all streaming platforms. It's just Alexis Finley. My uh, album is titled Beautiful Ones. You can also get the latest updates and purchase merch on um, IamAlexisFinley.com and also check out my videos for Where You At and Ransom on YouTube, Alexis Finley. Y'all heard him. Go stream everything. (laughs) I am Alexis Finley. Go find her. Alexis Finley. Go Google her. She'll pop up. Will. She'll definitely pop up. Will pop up. Oh, and also... um, My my album. Don't forget the Tiki Talk. (laughs) Oh yeah, the TikTok. But all (laughs) social media is is I am Alexis Finley. Uh, But yeah, definitely go check out my article as well. uh, That was in the Houston Press. And I read it. You had one of the best albums last year before we get out of here. Yeah, Houston Press. I was like, okay, girl. And you know what's so crazy? Three. I know three of the people that's on that list. You, Lolita. I went to high school with her before I went to Westside. Okay. Um, she's from the Mo, and right. George Young. 
George Young. Okay. That's my guy. I was like, I know three people that's on this list. That's crazy. No, nah, that's amazing. Yeah. That's, that's that's huge. That's how you know the music is on. Yeah, nice. it's on the radar. Yeah. If Houston Press say something in the city. Yeah. Salute to you. Definitely, definitely on the radar. Shout out to Hard Body Kiyati because that's his, uh, that's, I think that's his podcast. No, it's a show. It's a radio show. Yeah, salute Kiyati, man. He good, <laughs> he good in my book. He plays, he plays my music every Sunday yeah, on 93.7 between the time of 9 and 10. Yeah. So right about now because it's almost, yeah, it's almost mm-hmm. 9. Nice. You might hear me show, you might hear show me off. That's, that's his favorite song. Salute Kiyati, man. <laughs> he good in my book. Anytime, yeah. Anywhere, man. I just wanted, like I said before, I just want to thank Miss Finley for pulling up. Episode 114 here on the FOMO Media Network, one-on-one with Germ. Be sure to follow me everywhere. One-on-one with Germ, except for Twitter, it's W-T-H. They won't let me have the W-I-T-H. But one-on-one with Germ everywhere. If you got some dope artists like Miss Alexis that you want me to interview, send them to my email. You got some merch. You got anything you want me to wear on the show, I'll wear it. I'll support. I I love supporting my people. I want everybody to win. Send to my email, twowestboys at gmail.com. That's the number two, W-E-S-S-B-O-Y-Z. Like, comment, subscribe. Follow the YouTube, one-on-one with Germ. Follow us everywhere. Follow FOMO Media FOMO <laughs> Media on Instagram. Everywhere, everywhere, man. Before we get out of here, remember to smile, pray. Blessings manifest, man. Stay positive. It's going to happen, man. Until episode 115, we out. Peace.